Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Here we go. It's time for the show. It's time for Apathetic Enthusiasm. We're talking over the music. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Travis. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Brandon. And and we're doing it. We're we're podcasting again. We're we're having a nice casual show with our friends, our friends live on the <laughs> Twitch and the YouTube, twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm, youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. So so thankful for you that you're you're joining us now as we work through our technical difficulties to get started. Uh I, I wanna let you know, Brandon, just before we went live. You you like you started doing the intro. And I was like, nope, stop, stop. <laughs> and I could see that your levels were not right. Um, that is called learning from experience because I was doing uh, a, a a streaming ceremony for someone oh. uh, on 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 uh, on YouTube during like peak. I'm gonna say peak COVID quarantine because at least our old version of what the peak was, uh, maybe not the future peak that we're, that we're, uh, plummeting towards right now, but, uh, yeah. And, uh, the, the, one of the guests of honor, you could not hear their audio and I've, I've learned what I did wrong. And now people can hear you on the podcast. If I ever shut up, you've, you've, you've learned, you've learned your mistakes. And that's, that's what we like most about doing this is, is every day, Every episode, every show, every second into every minute into every hour, we're learning something new about our craft. 
And this is our craft. This is Podcasting 101. Welcome to <laughs> Welcome. Podcasting 101. Welcome to, that's what this show is about. This show is about us. This is us chatting and talking about all things that we're uh, getting up to. If you have any questions, thoughts, uh, comments about the things that we discuss on this show, please let us know over on Twitter at Apathusiast. I'm at Juggalmino. He's at Barnyard Cruz. I am. You can follow us. I am. You're what? I am that. You are. I am that. That yeah. is who. That is who you are as a person. <laughs> Uh, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. You can find us there. Send us an email, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com over on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. And of course, over on the web, apathetic enthusiasm.com. Uh, yeah, you can buy our love, uh, apathetic enthusiasm.com slash shop. That gets your, our T public page where you can get exclusive merch for our Rick and Morty show. I don't, I don't know if uh, we don't have any apathetic enthusiasm shirts on there, do we? We we do, we do not, but we we need to. Uh, we need we need we gotta, some, we, we gotta get on that. Gotta get on it. We gotta get on it. Uh, I still have uh, like fifty free stickers uh, for Sticker Mule. I need a new design for. So oh, let's, let's you make know. some stickers. Make some I have stickers. A, I have an apathetic enthusiasm decal on my on my PC that I built because I was testing out hmm. a cricket. And uh, I didn't know where else to stick it, so I put it on my computer. A cricket, uh, also, Patreon.com. <laughs> not Cricket Wireless. Come on. One of those crafty <laughs> cricket things that, you know, all the all the cool crafters use. Uh, yeah, yeah Patreon.com slash Rick and Morty Pod. Uh, you can give us your money there as well. Uh, people blowing up the, the chat right now over on Twitch with some some lovely emotes. Thank you for doing that, guys. Um, Brandon, how the heck are you? How, how are you doing on a Monday? Hey man, I'm t- I'm doing pretty good. Uh, this is my second week of telework, uh, which I don't know if you can tell, but that's why I'm not clean shaven. Um, such a bum, jeez, such a bum. And and we, and we keep uh, we have. Are you telling me you don't have to maintain a professional clean shaven <laughs> appearance while teleworking? Uh, no, 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 no. I'll no. tell you what, some people might still have to do that. And uh, some people, I don't, know, I don't know who they are, but they probably did <laughs> the whole time they were working from home. Some people might still have to do that. Uh, just whenever, whenever I'm on a, a, a video call, I just happen to say like, ah, oh, yeah, the camera's not working for some reason. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm not, uh, I'll just talk. And then everyone's like, okay, well, Brandon's always having video issues. <laughs> weird, Bra- weird Brandon with his video issues all the time. Just, it, doesn't he do that? Like. On podcast, doesn't he have? Isn't he like really good with video stuff? <laughs> I just, I just don't want them to see me in my muscle tee all the time because I have, I'm, I'm working. You on don't my want muscles. to be intimidated by your, <laughs> your massive biceps. Yeah, uh, your, exactly. Your epic right. delts, or I don't know what. I got my what are shoulder muscles. My traps, deltoids. I got my your traps. <laughs> You're gonna be trapping them with your traps yeah when it, when it, whenever it, whenever it, it's my turn and i actually do turn on the, the camera i just i just like i turn my, my just flexing my... in the camera they're, they're like this is a staff meeting brandon stop it stop you're it like check out my guns um all right well yeah we're gonna talk about things um and uh the first thing i think we should talk about is how i am a hero uh and i want to get this out of the way because it's fresh and it's important. And I think the people need to know about it. I was mowing my lawn today after work. <laughs> and uh, and I'm just, you know, mowing my lawn, you know, as, as, one, is, is, as one does. 
and I'm listening to a podcast and uh, I look down and I'm, I am one row over. And, and when I talk about rows, you know what I'm talking about when you're mowing yeah. and you like make your little like parallel rows. I am one row over from a weird little blob that is like moving in the, in the grass. And I have a flashback to like four years ago when I was mowing my yard at a different house and I actually mowed over a burrow of bunnies, uh-huh. but it was like high enough that the mower was set high enough that it just like, it revealed the bunnies without actually killing doing them, them any harm. Yeah. Without brutally <laughs> murdering them. Uh, and so I was like, oh, that's a that's a living creature. Uh, so I, I stopped my mower. I, I paused my podcast and I looked down and it is a baby bird that has fallen out of the apple tree that was planted, you know, just adjacent to my driveway. And uh, there was a nest up there. And I'm like, oh, I didn't. That nest is from last year. I didn't think there was any birds in it. Um, and so I, I'm like looking up the nest. I'm like, there's no birds in the nest. Like, I don't, I don't know. And I like look down and immediately I'm like, I can't touch it. I can't touch the baby bird because every kid knows that if you touch a baby bird, the mother will reject it. Uh, some may even believe that the mother eats it as, <laughs> as you sent to me in messenger. <laughs> You're like, you're like, did you touch it? You don't want the, you don't, you don't want to touch it and have the mom eat it. I, did, I, did, I was I like, did. they're not, they're not hamsters, Brandon. Uh, so, so yeah. So I'm like, oh gosh, there's a baby bird here. What do I do? Uh, should I put it back in the nest? I start like Googling things. I text my wife. I'm like, Hey, like there's a baby bird out here. And as I'm like looking, I see another little bit of movement, like a foot away. There's another baby bird, just like doing the whole like like <laughs> like like opening it's like these are really young like baby kind, birds. like, like kind of looking like you if you had a beak yeah just <laughs> <laughs> somebody somebody vomit in my mouth feed me sheena came, uh, comes running i got and, some and, and upon like surveying the scene a little bit more i realized there are three baby birds under this tree in different states like some fell much further from the tree I don't know if there's a saying about that, but some of the birds fall further from the tree than others. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, and then I start looking around, and there's two, like, parent parental birds, like, up on top of the ceiling or, like, the roof of my house that are, like, watching me. Like, I think one had a worm in its mouth. Like, I'm going to feed one of those birds. You better not touch them. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what to do because the most important thing I had to consider was I need to mow my lawn. Yeah. I need I need to I need to get these birds moved. You need to so finish that it I up. Can, that I can have consistency in the in the length of my grass. And uh so eventually I like a little bit of googling, some facetiming with my sister. She's like, "Ah yeah, I, I think you got to move it." And Google's like, "Yeah, just don't mess with them." Uh D squeeze, thank you for the subscription by the way. You are a true American hero. Um <laughs> Just like I am to these birds. And I I get some gloves on and I, I gently scoop the bird into my hand and just throw it in the tree. Uh, no, I, 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 I take the little the bird pitch. and I'm like holding it in my hand and it's like doing like the me And I'm like, I'm not going to vomit in your mouth. And that's, that's their job. And I point to <laughs> the birds on the, the roof. Uh, but I just kind of like 
plunk them into the nest. And, uh, and yeah, they stayed up there the whole time. And then, so I, I get them all in there and then me and Sheena are like watching. We're like, will the, will the parents start to eat them now? Is this phase two? Uh, and so then we are like waiting and they like slowly kind of like come back to the tree. And then one of them like comes back up in the tree and like starts like taking care of them. And yeah. then I go and I mow like my backyard and then I eventually mow around the tree. And the moral of the story is my lawn is done. Your lawn, um, your lawn is your lawn. And is I am essentially a god to these birds now, because <laughs> because what else would have happened? Would would the birds have taken care of the little baby birds on the on the ground? No, no, they're up no, in their no problem. They're up problem. in their tower. They're up in their tower of privilege up in that nest. Did I ever been like sorry birds? Did I ever tell you the story about? When we first moved to, to Florida into this neighborhood, there was—I'm pretty sure we, I told this story before. There was a there was a turtle walking on the street, right? And and I was like, "There's a turtle walking the street. I don't want a car to hit it." And Chelsea was like, "Leave it alone. It's pr it's probably going back to where it came from. Like the lake is that way. It came from. It doesn't, the it lake. doesn't know where it's going. <laughs> it came from that way." I need to, I, it should go, I, I want to move it back over there where it should go. And she's like, don't, don't mess with it. Did it ever, did it ever occur to you that maybe it wants to walk that direction? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess it didn't occur to me that it wants to walk that direction. So Travis, what I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that back on you. Did it ever occur to you that maybe the parents kicked those little fuckers out of the nest and wanted it, them to get it, it, killed? It actually did occur to me. It did. Cause in one of the links on Google, it was like, sometimes they kick out the ugly birds <laughs> or the birds that they don't think are really going to like hack it. And I was like, well, okay, but I'm a millennial. I mean, an elder millennial, mind you, but still a millennial. <laughs> yeah. So they're all getting participation trophies. They're all getting back in that nest. I'm not, I'm not here to pick which one is going to survive. And again, let's get back to the most important part. I needed to mow my grass. Yeah, and they were yeah. in the way. <laughs> so, that's that's fine. That's understandable. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you whittled little trophies for them and then put them up on the back of the nest. Yeah, I, I pinned little <laughs> little gold medals around their necks. Um, I did go back later and uh, jostle the tree slightly just so I could see them like all in unison peek their heads out would do that like motion. so I uh -huh. could like take pictures of them because they were so young, like their eyes were closed and they like their only reflex was give me food. Right. Let me, let me stick my head up and have someone vomit just some worms or other bug type things into, <laughs> into my mouth. Uh, uh, so that that's, that's, what I did. Yeah. Uh, uh, John over in chat saying maybe one of those baby birds was Hitler. You, you interfered with the course of nature. Bird Hitler. Yeah. It's, it's very possible. It could have been. <laughs> Let me, uh, it could have been. But like, maybe one of them was Bird Albert Einstein. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Birdenstein. Uh, Birdenstein. <laughs> Birdenstein's monster. Uh, by the way, Travis, it's, it's, it's so weird that you have a bird story about you being a bird hero this week. Because I too have a bird savior story from this last week. Remember that? Do you remember me telling you about this? Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> we're this is this is our this is our aviary episode. Bird aesthetic enthusiasm. 
Um, yeah. So here, here's my, here's my tale. I was not mowing the lawn because it's hot as hell on, in, out here in Florida. Uh, no, I was, I was sweating pretty, pretty profusely. Yeah. It was, it, it, it was, it was evening time around and uh, Chelsea, the kid and I were watching, we're watching something on, on TV and all of a sudden we hear a, ah, 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 at the, at the front door. I'm like, what the, what the hell? And her dog's freaking out. Like, what is going on? Chelsea gets up, goes to the door. She opens it up and there is a, uh, not quite a baby bird like like uh, yours uh, in in those pictures, but you know, fairly young bird wasn't really able to fly, but it like it it kind of like flapped and skipped and hopped away from away from Chelsea, away from the door, and then went into like this little patch of ivy. I it started growing out right outside my door, and I just wanted to see how long it gets. <laughs> Is it the one that you made your little popsicle trellis <laughs> yeah. for? <laughs> yeah, and then the popsicle trellis fell apart, and. And so now Fan, just, fans of apathetical enthusiasm will remember his homemade trellis from episode 184. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't remember what episode. Uh, but yeah, it, it like it hopped in and landed in just now this like random misshapen pile of ivy. I think it's just weeds. You're just growing. Ran- like I have that growing all over my yard. I no, the, the, this isn't. These aren't. These aren't weeds. Weeds are growing inside the ivy. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, there's no, but the weeds themselves aren't ivy. Uh, anyway, so the, the the bird hops over into this patch of ivy, and uh, and and Chelsea's like, "Oh my, it's a it's a bird!" I'm like, "Oh crap!" Okay, I, I walk out the front door and I see it. It's just like nesting in this little bit of ivy, and then I I, I walk around, and then a, there's a the mama bird is 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 up on top of the uh, up on top of the roof, and then it sees me and is like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." Um. And, uh, I, I go, I go back, I, I go back and I look at this little bird and it's like, it's just looking at me and, and it's like, it's, it's in the Ivy and it's looking at me and it's like, it's tilting ever so slightly. And it's, it's like eyes are moving and its mouth is kind of moving and it's just leaning and tilting and rolling to the side. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, this bird is going to die. Um, and uh and i I'm think like, he, the way you described to me is like there's a bird that's dying on my porch like <laughs> this bird is I'm, I'm gonna have a dead bird in front of my house so here's here's what i did i'm like you know what just in case i'm gonna i'm gonna hook this bird up gonna put it out of its misery no <laughs> no no i i know i let animals die on their own now if i try to kill an animal i, I i'll inevitably mess it up and and then give up and just let it suffer um so what i did was i went into my pantry and Chelsea's like, well, you know, maybe give it some breadcrumbs. I'm like, okay. I went in the pantry and I, I found some some panko breadcrumbs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went over, I went over to the bird and I was like, just like sprinkling panko on it because <laughs> it's like a mouth is open. I'm like just sprinkling it into his mouth. Like there you go, there you go. I was like, ah, oh, you know what? That's probably not enough sustenance. So I went back in the pantry and we have these 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 uh these these uh wheat clusters these oak like these oatmeal <laughs> nut clusters i'm like there you go <laughs> Come some up and then put them right next to it i'm like hey you know if you're gonna die just you know die so before my my kid wakes up D- die on panko breadcrumbs <laughs> and wheat clusters uh so i so the next morning I, I i came out and it was it had actually moved and it actually pooped a lot in that area and uh um, I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's it's still alive. Or 
it's not dead yet anyway. And uh, so I, I went and grabbed some more of the oak, the, the clusters, and then I was about to, to feed it. And it got, let me get really close to it. And all of a sudden it like freaked out. I was like, no, I'm out of here. And they like, it had a boundless energy all of a sudden in it. And it, <laughs> it bounded away. I was like, good, go let the, uh, <laughs> the coyotes or whatever eat you. <laughs> You're not my problem anymore is, is, yeah. is my, is my point. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, look at us being friends to nature and we'll see how well the birds survive with or without us. Uh, sp- speaking of, of, of nature uh, and, and cultivating uh, a, a young and, and budding uh, life, let's, let's, let's shift gears uh, a little bit and talk about uh, fighting rats and, <laughs> and uh, show, sharing the love of D&D with some brand new players. Uh, we 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 played a game of D and D this weekend Saturday night. Brandon was the the dungeon master to the stars. Uh, it was it was the the tip the typical crew the the normal three myself John Kevin. Uh, but we had a couple of special guests with us that uh, that Brandon invited. I don't know if you want to introduce them. Yes, uh, let me introduce them because they are here on the show tonight. <laughs> no, come uh, on down. No, they're not. They're not here. They're not here. This is this is actually the, the second um, the second one shot that I've done where we had new people playing with us. Last time we, we had uh, a friend of mine, Jeremiah, who who, who came in and 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 played. Uh, but he he'd played before in some way, shape, or form, and so uh, my brother and sister in law, Robert and Lauren, uh, they're they're married to they're married to each other. They're not they're not blood related. Um, you know, like my brother in law and his wife. Who's also who's, so she's my sister in law technically. Who goes by the title of my sister in law, <laughs> Robert and Lauren? Uh, they they had never played the game before. And last time I was in California, uh, you know, before pandemic and all that type of stuff, I, I was talking about D and D, and they said that they they wanted to, to play it at some point in time, but you know they don't really have anybody to play with, and and they wouldn't even know where to get started. And uh, uh, so a, cu- a couple weeks ago, we had just finished John's one shot. Uh, with with the Gobman rises and uh, we, we can talk about that later and so i'm like well do we want to get back into a camp an actual like long long-term campaign or what it is and, and i'm like well i want to do a one shot and then the first thing i did thought was like well we need i think we need more people to to change to change it up or or add something different because it's been the core four of us for for all of our our stories so far, the entirety of our D and D playing, uh, with the exception of the aforementioned uh, Jeremiah, but uh, uh, you know, ninety eight percent of the time, <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it like to have other players in, in there? Uh, two other players. You know, how does that sh- shift the dynamic? Um, and so, going back to that conversation, I, I reached out to Robert and Lauren. I said, "Hey, do you do you want to try this? Do you want to try?" They're like, "Oh yeah," they were excited about it. Um, and they had they had no experience with D and I don't even think they had like maybe you know maybe they'd seen the 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 community episode, but other no, than that, no longer available on Hulu or Netflix. By the yeah, way, yeah, 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 pertinent. Um, and uh, so so I talk I talked to them and and worked some stuff out. We got their their character sheets made and and they watched a lot of like. Uh, they they watch some of our streams, which I'm like, oh no, that's not, oh that's not ideal. 
but it gives them a sense of our play style at least yeah 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 um so so i put i i uh i found a a story uh one shot story out there on the webernets and then um i started piecing together I took the bones of that and then started piecing together a, a different story because my son, uh, who claims to own my Volo's Guide to Monsters book, uh, I remember telling him a couple of months ago, uh, he, he asked, can I help you write your next story? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And he remembered that I, I had forgotten up until that point in time. <laughs> and so he picked a couple of, he wanted, he picked a couple of monsters that I was like, oh, these are so strong, but I, I, I kept, a, I'm keeping my promise, so I'm going to put them in a story, which is great because it forced me to rewrite a story, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was basically a, a play on the traditional MMO slash RPG, kill the rat, uh, as as the beginner quest, yeah. and um, so it's ideal for for two D and D beginners. Yeah, have you gotten a chance to talk to Robert and Lauren since we played uh, and get any other, like, feedback or thoughts? Because I'm really interested. Like, we all started, um, we considered, like, we our, our group chat, I think, is still called D&D Noobs. <laughs> uh, and in and, and some of our early streams and stuff, we, we referred to our, ourselves as that because none of us had ever played and so now we've played for like a year and a half and it, it feels like we've, we've got a pretty decent sense for how to do it now but to bring two brand new players into the group uh it was fun for me to kind of like see things through their perspective and some of the questions they asked and things like that made me think about things a little bit differently or how we describe things how we things that we do second nature now that are not necessarily clear for a first time player, but were you able to get any other feedback from them since, since two nights ago when we played? Yeah. Well, uh, as, as is my tradition, whenever, whenever we play, I end up, you know, staying up far later than I, than I need to another, you know, hour to two hours, uh, you know, talking to you, talking to John about, about D and D and, and like philosophical, uh, maybe not that th that deep, but just talking about D and D in general, and 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 recapping things that that uh, you know we 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 thought about, and uh, so I I talked I was talking to them right away, and you know they uh, they said the obligatory oh we had so much fun and oh that was that was so great, um and, you know they're they're family so they they're they kind of have to say that, um but um you know they they said that what they they were kind of um they they weren't too forceful as players yet or not that they will be but that they they felt kind of passive only because and and lauren and robert talked about this a little bit too is you know they when you when you first start playing you don't know what you can do and what you can't do and yeah. um in that 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 testing the waters so to speak of Oh, okay. Yeah, I can. I can do this. Well, I can try to do this, and the DM will tell me if it's if it's possible, feasible, or uh, successful or not. Yeah. Um, now that they now that they have more of an understanding of that, and uh, they they would like to kind of explore that a little bit more, and then like skills too. Um, some something that is is kind of hard and 
kind of overwhelming, I think, is when you see all the skill checks, you have your decks and your wisdom saves, then you have your then you have your uh, your just actual stats on the side, but then you have your like acrobatics and arcana and history and all that type of stuff, and then how you tie that together uh, as far as a, a character goes, and in um, you know I I tried to do some of that stuff within the the con- context of the one shot, um, but y- you know there's 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 aspects of that behind the scenes that you know maybe a, a larger campaign would go into um it, it like how those tie into somebody's backstory uh where you can actually flesh that stuff out yeah and i th- i think like in a very straightforward somewhat dungeon heavy like like this felt like a much more of just a very focused dungeon crawler type one shot that 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 you'd put together which is traditionally not something we've done as a group um yeah it there's not a lot of opportunity to use everything that you would do in a a role-playing game where you're not you're not necessarily making a lot of like charisma checks and things like that against a pack of rats (laughs) there's and and really this this sort of session favored uh more of a brutish uh, get in there and just swing your war hammer and squash some rats type of character, which is what I built versus more of a finesse like wizard or um, what, what was Robert's character? Uh, uh, he Paladin? Was... No, 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 no. Uh, uh, he was, cleric? no, they were both uh, like wizards or something like that. Mm. No, no, no. Uh, Lauren, Lauren was a wizard uh, okay. and, and Robert was, something was he, uh, was he a druid yeah druid yep, yeah yep, yep. i was like the shillelagh spell i yeah, think is right. is specific to druids that's what that one is so. yeah you're, you're, uh, you're, yeah. you're right thank you're right you, john. You know, like, thank you john uh you're right because like those the, those squishier characters get a lot of their utility later in the game to where you know later in the game if you're a fighter you're like yeah okay whatever get out of here yeah you, you, you scrub uh but at the very beginning when when there's a bunch of monsters attacking you and then especially if you have an ac of 19 at level one then you know you basically like un, un unbeatable um, which which i will admit went into my thought process when picking a character because i was like I'll create something that hopefully can absorb a lot of of shots and and I played very aggressively. I I led like into most rooms. I I I didn't hold back, which is not the type of character I usually build. But I was like, all right, if if they if they're not as comfortable in combat, if they're not as comfortable with spells or things like that, I can kind of be up front and 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 let things hit me and hopefully my AC is high enough to kind of deal with that. And then they can lob Ray of frost or things like that from, from the back lines and, uh, and still get the, the chance to, to have an impact without immediately getting killed because we're all, you know, one level characters that yeah. only have like a 10 HP or something like that. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, no, it, it's good. And, and, uh, 
uh, Chelsea and, and my son were watching on, they were in Zoom and, and I uh, set them up being able to look at our, our, our map on Roll20. And so they, they were watching it the entire time up until basically the, the very end. And, uh, you know, it's, they, they noticed it, uh, uh, it. I noticed it too. Like, uh, you, your character was it was desi- is designed to be kind of front and center uh yeah. and and also like the the whole thing with with Robert Lauren is cuz they're they're new and and they don't understand fully they can't you know all of us didn't really understand fully when we first started like what we could do what we couldn't do and so having examples of like people doing things uh and and keeping keeping the momentum going forward was you as that character you also as as a podcaster too a little bit right to to keep keep the momentum going sure yeah uh so no that it's it, it's good it's good it, you know a uh, couple couple things that that uh I wanted to point out there's Robert did something really really that I really really loved in in that in that session and what it was is so for the folks listening the the whole thing with the rats was they, the rats were, were killing some townsfolk. So the, the town watch sent these characters into the, the sewers and they said, uh, uh, silver piece per rat head. And so the adventurers go in out in there, they meet up, they, they find four rats, they kill four rats. And, uh, John's character was a satyr. Um, and one of his, one of his spells was to to create an illusion, right? And so John being the the ever funny person, he he created an illusion of an extra rat head. So there's four real rat heads, one illusion rat head. And uh and uh everybody, everybody was 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 master detectives that uh wait, we only there was only four rats here in this this combat. But Robert played into that and he was like oh uh my my character goes down and uh he's kind of kind of looking at the the rat head <laughs> and, and then uh hmm like kind of confused by it and like pokes his shillelagh into the <laughs> to, to, into the head um and and I, and I and i just loved that that piece of like meta wise we all everybody knows that it's that it's an illusion and yeah by the way john's yeah. character is like <laughs> just just laughing at this this guy uh looking at this illusion but but character wise robert was doing what his character would be doing he's like huh there's another there's another rat head here and then and in I, like a future room he he goes and like inspects another rat head i think <laughs> yeah. because he had been fooled before by the the illusion rat head that's right like and so he calls back to that uh, also, um, yeah, he did. A, he did a few things where he he went into other rooms uh, that, like, he 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 took he took a restroom break uh, with his character <laughs> yeah. at one point. Um, so so yeah, no, and uh, I think Lauren was really she was following like what was happening really well, and uh, while what she was reserved in terms of like not sure what she could and couldn't do, like especially in combat and things like that, she was she was right in there and like knowing like kind of what she wanted to do or like having ideas like in advance. So like, I feel like they definitely did plenty of research going into it where uh, you, 
I you never know everything unless you're like Spencer Crittenden or something. Um, but like I I feel like they knew plenty to where they could have an enjoyable experience and not feel like lost in what was going on. And um, I don't know, it was a lot of fun. I I hope they play with us again sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 other thing that they said was just because we were on roll twenty and we had to. M- you know, we always migrate our character sheets in from DNDM beyond or, or wherever else. And everything, most things are manual because we don't own all the, the modules in Roll20. Um, and, and so part of that was, was finding out the technical piece on Roll20 of like being able to click a spell and that auto rolls damage and stuff like that. And uh, I, I thought it was interesting, just a, a, a few little bits, which is like, okay, I want to cast this spell. Like, how do I do that to this, this monster or the, this rat? Like, you just, you just tell me that you're going to cast it and um, then do it. And then I'll, then, then that, that's it. I'll do all the stuff behind the scenes. I'm like, oh, and, and that's, that's a, a very small detail that you can kind of take for, for granted, granted, yeah. granted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that, oh, you know, this, this isn't this isn't a video game, even though Roll Twenty makes it video game ish. You know, it's it 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 is still very uh, free form behind the scenes. So. Yeah, I I I I kind of wish we had uh, had the benefit of playing with other people when we first started, just to kind of get that sense of what a game should feel like. Uh, the only thing I had to base that off of was podcasts that I had listened to of people playing D anD. d which yeah. I mean works too, if in especially um, if you listen to it a lot, you can get a sense for how the game kind of plays. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm and I'm also still a little curious. Like, did your wife have any other expectations of or like thoughts about the game? Did her opinion of the game change in any way, or was she just like, man, whatever? Like, I've seen D and D. Um, or like, cause if she's sitting there with your son, like, and did uh, you know, he, and did he have any feedback, I guess? No, uh, yeah, he, um, they, they watched basically the whole thing up until, uh, he really wanted to see the, the, the gigantic frog, the frog hemoth. That's yeah. what he wanted to see though. He was super excited about that. And he was, he was falling asleep up until that point in time. And finally, when, when I described the frog hemoth, then he, he's like, oh, okay. And then he then he went to then he went to sleep, um, but they so they wa- they watched the whole thing and and uh, they they both really in, in, enjoyed it. Uh, Chelsea Chelsea really enjoyed it because she was she liked listening to Robert and Lauren have have fun. She liked listening to you, me, and Kevin. Uh, she loves John. Just everything that John who doesn't everything that John says. Chelsea just is just cracks up about it uh she she she's like he just says everything just kind of just so matter of factly and, <laughs> and 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 soft spoken uh like this his satyr he's like i don't know just wearing a wearing a shirt i've got a vest on that's all <laughs> yeah, i need i'm, yes, a, I'm right. a satyr just wearing a vest yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um oh, but yeah john. oh john I, I i i'm interested i didn't ask her and i wonder if if she would be interested in, in trying it sometime uh we got, she, we have to we have to do the big ask at some point. Yeah, and if she, you get if you get Chelsea in, I it I might be able to get 
she might be able to get Sheena in. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think it would be that hard. Hard to. The only thing with Chelsea is she just has to know that the DM doing all the stuff behind the scenes is meant to stay behind the scenes, and you don't get into the Zoom call at the very start when everyone's going in and saying, "Oh, I bet you guys can't wait for those rats and the frog hemoth, huh? Huh? Like, can't oh, wait to on. see that." Can't wait till you guys run into the green dragon that lives in that tower. <laughs> oh, that's going to be the best part tonight, right? <laughs> right? Like, no, no. And I go, I go into, I go into the bedroom, and my son is like hitting her with the pillow uh, <laughs> as as punishment. Like you're you're not supposed to break the secret. <laughs> uh, well, thankfully, I'd never heard of a frog hemoth before, or whatever the other monster was called. Yeah, so. a, a drag a dragloth. A Drake Dragola? Yeah. yeah, you yeah, you guys you guys kept calling it the the rat king, but it is it's not it's not a, anything rat like at all, actually. All right. Uh well yeah, D D was fun and hopefully we can get back into uh some more regular sessions, uh possibly streaming some of those here on Twitch and YouTube for those of you that like to watch along or catch up on those episodes on YouTube as well. Uh and I'm going to do an awkward transition now okay. uh, and talk about the other thing that we did on Saturday, which was <laughs> uh, to to take off our hosting caps and become guests on a podcast, uh, which I don't I'm trying to think of how many times, if ever, we have both been guests. I think it's maybe only once or twice where we have done a guest spot together yeah. like at the same time. It's usually just you being like, oh, I'm doing a guest spot. I'll mention our shows. <laughs> and I'm like, they didn't want both of us? Nah, I just know the person. Okay. Yeah. 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 I do. I do do that. And, you know, I'm I'm really bad, actually, about <laughs> promoting our shows whenever we do it. Because I forget <laughs> about like, that. Ah, yeah, we do a podcast. Don't worry about it. Don't follow us. We're not on Twitter. No, I'm always like... um, apatheticenthusiasm.com at apathusiast on Twitter at Rick and Morty pod, Rick and Morty podcast.pod.com. Submit, submit it for your approval on Instagram. <laughs> and everyone's like, I, I, did he promote something? I don't, I think he promoted something. Um, usually when I, usually when I go on and I am going on a, a guest spot on another podcast, it's, uh, I, I used to do it more. Um, and I, I think that was just to like, try to get our, our, you know, network try to get our name out there a little bit more um doing you know doing this that or the other and also trying to get more guests for submitting for your approval and um yeah the, i think maybe like i think we talked about it, like brokebot mountain uh which the, the now defunct uh blazing caribou studios um i think we did that one together and yeah. i think i think maybe we did something with with geekade at one point in time i think that might uh like maybe this week's Possible. episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This week's episode, we might. Yeah, I think we might have both done that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but this but this weekend we we went on uh, the US UK podcast network to uh, it's it's what's what's the difference pod uh, and and although it's it um, it talks about what's the difference between the US and UK. Uh, we didn't actually talk about any of those differences. We actually went on there just talk solely about Rick and Morty. Rick as and Morty. Ex- what are we, what are we experts. known for? Rick and Morty, guys. 100 years. 100, <laughs> 100 podcasts. Years. 
100 years yeah uh, and and uh so they 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 hit us up uh it's alex whiteley tom bruno they hit us up uh on on our facebook for rick and morty and said hey you you, you guys want to come on there and i i reached out to you travis and i said do you want to do this and you said yes and i was like okay great because i mean i was going to go do it without you, without you. <laughs> i would i would have done it anyway but i guess we can do it together <laughs> Yeah, and I'm extending you this courtesy for once, Travis. <laughs> Scheduled it up. We hit him up on on, on Saturday, and uh, it was really it was really fun. I had I had a really good time. Yeah, no, they're they're really nice guys. Absolutely huge fans of Rick and Morty. So I think I think they were just happy to have an excuse to talk about Rick and Morty with us for for about an hour. Uh, the episode is not out yet. We will, we will share that on social when, uh, when it does come out, but, uh, yeah, they, they put us through some, through our paces. They, they gave us some challenges. They called it the gauntlet, uh, which was a lot of fun. I won't spoil too much of it. You'll have to listen to it's their podcaster gauntlet to, to prove our, our prod, our podcasting chops. And I think we did. Okay. You probably did better than I did. I wasn't great at following instructions. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I th- I think I think you you would have you would have done much better if had the the I wasn't fully uh, sure on the instructions either when when you did it. So I thought you went I thought we were I, gonna go back and forth. Yeah, like I thought because there were like three rounds. I thought you were gonna go and then I like I was gonna go and then you were gonna go and then round two, and yeah, and, and so on and so forth. Maybe maybe that's how we run things in America. Uh, but that's not how they do it in the UK, and that's that's, that's fine. the difference. That's, that's, the, that's difference. the difference. That's the difference. We solved it. We solved it. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, those guys are a lot of fun, and yeah, I I enjoy doing somebody else's show, and just like there's there is prep, though it may not seem like it. There's even prep work that goes into apathetic enthusiasm, and especially on. Uh, intermental RSS. There's there's a lot there's a lot of prep work that goes on, and so like making sure all of our recording stuff is set up and every everything for the stream is good to go and then when you go on a as on a guest spot you're like uh is my mic working headphones headphones on let's roll let's go like and <laughs> uh and so it's just it's casual it's fun and so uh i don't know i i i'm glad we got to do it I hope maybe if you're if you're listening and you have a podcast invite us on let's hang out like it was a lot of fun and and you you say the you know there's there's very very minimal prep and that's why I always screw up the social media the bit because I'm like <laughs> yeah I just I just have to I just have to show up although this this time I, I totally talk- had our social links up on my computer by the way for the guest spot I was ready for it and that's the that's, difference between me and Brandon that's good well and I I prepared for the episode because we're going on to talk about Rick and Morty as though we're we're experts in there and uh, I was like you know what I. I I want to be able to talk about episode titles and uh, directors and stories uh, intelligently and confidently. So I, I had all of the all of the seasons one through four, the writers, directors, et cetera, et cetera, and that came in really handy. That was that was clutch for. It did for a few, it made you sound super smart? It was it was really <laughs> good, Brandon. You did Thanks. a great job. Uh, sound the, smart. The other somewhat like I don't know if it's. Uh, the the word daunting kind of comes to mind, but especially if it's not a podcast you're very familiar with, when they ask you to come on, you don't necessarily know what you're in for. So 
I I I have a tendency to to do like the the pre-listen. Like I'll, I'll like download a few of their episodes, listen to the show, just to kind of get a sense for the tone. Like, are we gonna are we gonna be on with Ira Glass? And uh, is this is gonna be this American Life scenario, or is this gonna be like a Joe Rogan attempt, or is it like like what are we, what are we doing here? Is this the morning zoo? <laughs> uh, and and no, these guys were very casual, conversational, and very friendly. So it was it was very easy to talk to those guys. I'm I'm very 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 bad at that. I I at, at at listening ahead and knowing what you're getting to. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, yeah. The the wind is gonna hit me in the face. It might have some sand in it. it might have some spit or pee. But that that uh, wind you know might what? just knock your birdies out of the nest. But you know what? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna show up anyway. Yeah. I, I, you and I talked about this before we went on the, on the show uh, and before you pre- prepared. I I know there's a a a very small niche out there of podcasters who bring on podcasters to give them shit in the kind of like, you know, uh, run them through the ringer. And, and and when we found out there was going to be the podcast gauntlet, I was like, Oh oh no, I, I hope, I hope these aren't like the, the trolls of the podcasting world. Uh, I, I think, I think those, those numbers are, are dwindling because basically nobody likes those people. <laughs> they're, sure, they're the sure. ones who are like, all right, we brought these people on because our show sucks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, oh, that should have been that that type of show should have been our our roadcaster uh, competition <laughs> submission for this year. Oh, next uh, next year. Uh, bam, 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 bam. What up, everybody? We got this guy for this podcast because it sucks. Oh, dude, that's a fantastic. This is really a good. And then, idea. And then it's like, uh, hello, I am Ira Glass uh, from This American Life. Uh, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> it's time for the creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We draft some sound effects. Uh, we got a year to work on it. We'll, I, be, we'll, be, fine. we'll I, be fine. I just, I think, I think it'll be so, so cool because it also gives us an excuse to, to make a bunch of stupid little podcast clips and then just to talk so much shit about us making podcast clips. But it, Okay, this is this is this is how the sausage gets made, guys. This is this is how nursery crimes came to be. Uh, the way that the show has to run is we're totally bashing on these terrible podcasts, but all of the podcasts that we talk about have to be like the highest rated podcasts on like <laughs> iTunes. So we're like, oh, get get a little of this guy, but he has like two listeners. It's what what is your show called? Serial? Serial? What is it about? About Captain Crunch? What are you talking about? Serial? <laughs> More like di- diary of a dumb criminal <laughs> anyway that's how and that's 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 how we become podcast superstars guests we should do that ah <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're done that's yeah. basically what our show is anyway why are uh, we making fun of it let's uh let's talk let's talk about uh shitty podcasts though uh it's just it's just kind of an aside this last week coincidentally uh twilight zone the jordan peele uh produced series it entered its second season and and premiered and uh in a lot i know a lot of twilight zone fans are actually saying that this is a much better season than the first season uh 
there's a re, uh, a reappearance of some classic Twilight Zone characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not here to talk about that show uh, because I still am not going to pay for CBS All Access. But what I will say is that I coincidentally started up uh, submitted for your approval again this this last week. Uh, I, it was. So weird. Uh, I, I brought on my my friend Steve Groner Ellerhoff. He, he's a, he's an author. Uh, he's got a doctorate. He talks about Vonnegut. Uh, he wrote a book called Mole about moles. Um, it's uh, it's actually surprisingly it sounds really really interesting. I, I I'm not doing it justice. But anyways, I I brought him on, and then as I, as I was talking to him, he's like, oh yeah, the 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 no no. Well, I did talk to Steve, but before that, uh. Uh, my other friend Matt Hurt has a Twilight Zone podcast, and he brought me on to cover the second season. And he's like, "Yeah, uh, Twilight Zone season two is next week." I was like, "What? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I already, I already scheduled to have Steve on." It's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a Twilight Zone episode <gasps> about Twilight Zone. Oh no! I'm so glad I have that sci-fi noise on there randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, all right. That's all right. a theremin, by the way, for, for those theremin. wondering what kind of instrument that is used. Um, but yeah, so for your approval, Twilight Zone podcast, I, I, I started it up again. Uh, hope this time I'm going to try to keep it at a pace where like, it doesn't have to be consistent. I don't need to have it consistent. I just need to consistently make some content and not get too far behind as far as the months going by and be like, yeah. well, I guess I can't move forward. And if I can't, how, how far are you into the series? Uh, I'm in season three uh, okay. in the, in the first half of season three. And mm-hmm. um, you know, part, part of the, the thing that, that halted me this last time wasn't burnout necessarily, but Steve and I, I, I wanted Steve to have this episode that we that we talked about a quality of mercy. And he, uh, for whatever reason, like it was hard to, to schedule a time for him. And because it was hard to schedule a time with them, I just, I'm like, uh, I didn't give up on him, but I was, there was other stuff to do the other stuff that consumed my life at that point in time. Um, and so doing the thing with Matt. Okay. You know what? Let me get, let me get started. Steve, let's, let's record man. And, uh, and so that, that's where we are. Uh, I've already recorded another episode with a, a Kristen Lopez who, uh, she writes for, uh, IndieWire. Uh, she's a film critic, and she she was a fantastic guest too. So anyway, looking right. forward to it. I'm just I'm just saying I don't think I've done a season three episode yet. So yeah, you you have. That's how long it's been. Oh geez, okay. <laughs> That's how, how many episodes? I think have I done three episodes total? Maybe? Uh, I think one I think, from each season, maybe. I think four episodes total. I'm gonna br- I'm gonna wow. bring you. I'm gonna bring you on. I'm gonna bring you on more because the other thing is is I I also decided that I don't need to have. In season one, I had repeat guests. In season two, I'm like, I don't want to have any repeats. I want to, I want to have them all unique. I went into season three thinking that too, but yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't need to do that. I think that's, I think that uh, artificially limits me and my ability to pump out content. Okay, well, and then I can have you on my uh, new podcast all about um, the Hamilton musical coming coming to disney plus uh which i'm not actually that's not a podcast guys that's not gonna happen hamill film this friday 
on Disney Plus. <laughs> Brandon Brandon's stoked. He can't wait. Um, yeah. What else? What else is there to talk about? What's uh, any questions? Any questions from the live audience? If you guys have questions for us that you want to sneak into the audio version of this podcast, hit us up. Um, any 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 big things coming up? Uh, uh, not really. Not not yeah. since Rick and Morty's over. <laughs> uh, any th- uh no yeah is there anything big coming up for us um i'm gonna i'm gonna blow stuff up i'm gonna scare those baby birds this weekend fourth of july <laughs> oh yeah you are uh, yeah um, they're gonna be terrified we're going to we're going to an airbnb this weekend um yeah, yeah because we want to we want to feel like we're going on vacation but without actually having to go like far enough away where i have to come back into a 14-day quarantine let me, let me ask you a very personal and real question. What is your sort of paranoia level in, in going into an Airbnb uh, in the state with some of the highest rising uh, COVID case numbers uh, in, 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 in the country right now? Um, what, is my, what is my paranoia level? Uh, let me... Let me, uh, let me tell you what my paranoia level is while talking like a dog. Oh yeah, uh, somebody has somebody has redeemed uh, Twitch points to make Brandon talk like his dog. Did, this, Camila, is this, is this the second? Is this the second uh, redemption of this? So somebody somebody posted it like before we even went. Uh, before we even flipped over from the the pre-show oh. yeah somebody 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 had already wanted to redeem those was, points. was it was it john the first time too i think so oh maybe maybe, maybe it just reminded us <laughs> bark 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 yeah. okay i'm gonna use this this hedgehog as as a as a placeholder for for camila so uh <laughs> Camila's this is this is Camila's apprehension with staying in an Airbnb during a global pandemic. I don't know if COVID-19 affects me, but here's what I do know. I am a dog, and as a dog, I eat biscuits sometimes. That's not pertinent to what you're talking about. Let's talk about this COVID. I went and got my nails clipped the other day because my owners don't know how to cut my nails. Actually, they try to, but the peanut butter goes away too quickly because I lick it all up and then I freak out. Anyways, pandemic. What does that even mean? I'm a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Oh, that... Um, all right. That was amazing. That was amazing. Um, are you going to sanitize everything when you get in there or are you just going to hope someone else did it? Um, uh, so my, 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 my paranoia level on the Airbnb, like they, they're, uh, they clean it and they, they say they clean it. I mean, we're going to take some, you know, white Clorox wipes and all that type of stuff with us. So that, that's no, that's no problem. I, I'm just, you know, I'm just more worried about, uh, just people in general and like being out and about in town. Like if I, if I need to go just even to pick up a gallon of milk, if, if that person 
that I walk past who doesn't give me space, isn't wearing a mask, is going to be the one to to give me COVID. That when when you go out and about, I just like to a store, you got to run in buy something. What is like the percentage of people that you see not wearing masks out in public? Um, it it's it's about it's about seventy five percent wearing masks actually. Okay, it's it's actually pretty decent. And has uh, that gone up like very recently because of the increase in cases, or has it uh, been that way for a while? Well, 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 where where I am in Tampa, they it's always been fairly good about uh wear, wearing masks. Like, uh, if, if I'm going into like the grocery store. If I'm going into like Lowe's, like base, like that percentage is is much smaller, and I I don't know I don't know why that is why culturally Lowe's or a Home Depot. I I went into a Home Depot like like mid April or something, or maybe it was May, and like almost nobody had masks on. I was like. I'm going to die. Uh, but I didn't. I, I, don't, I, didn't. I don't get in, in those places have the painter's face masks. And, and so it, you, it would make more sense that, that they have them. Um, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm like, I'm the, the people that I work with, I, I told them at the start of this, like way back in February, we all, ha- when we still had meetings in the same room, I said to them, Hey, chances are every a majority of the people in this room are going to get it or know somebody who's going to get it. And so it's just better. It's just best that we be prepared for it. Now's the time where I'm like, okay, now everyone's going to get it. It's, 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 yeah. it's coming. Yeah. It's coming yeah. and it's going to affect uh, my office. It's just, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, and it's a matter of do, are we, have we prepared ourselves enough in the last couple months to have a telework, a, a stable and effective telework presence for those folks who are on site uh, when they inevitably get quarantined uh, to still, you know, get the job done? Yeah. That's going to be the, the, the real test of it. Yeah. And I, I wish you all the luck down there in, in Florida where, and, and really I hope, uh, you know, you guys get it under control quickly and people, uh, you know, can, can fight, fight it pretty well. Here's the Florida. Um, yeah. Yeah. Here's the Florida D squeeze mentioning, uh, how it's funny being the one wearing the mask and getting looked at funny by the people not wearing them. I completely understand that. I, I have not gone into a, a public building without a mask, uh, in, in months. And I would say, like in my experience walking into like a target or something like that, it's, it's almost like 50, 50, uh, on the mask. And, and, and mind you, Nebraska has relatively very low numbers for cases, um, in general. And those cases are staying pretty steady for now. Uh, I, I don't look at that as a, a reason to, just be like, all right, cool, we're done. You know, throw my mask out the window. Um, don't do that, by the way. Uh, mask littering is is a serious problem. Please, please don't do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. I definitely have gotten those looks where like you're like, oh, look at look at this guy over here with the mask. And I'm like, 
why don't why don't you have one on <laughs> like um so if, if you're if you're a big anti-mask person um sorry thanks thanks for listening um but uh you know you yeah. should probably wear one anyway um when, when, and, when, and just you know let's all let's do our part to just take care of each other when 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 all this when all this kick started and in I remember going into a Target in... back back when COVID had its uh, Kickstarter campaign over on Kickstarter, <laughs> yeah. and they were they were just looking for initial pledges just just for a minor infection yeah. in in China. But you know what? We blew through those early goals, and uh, in those stretch goals, we've now reached yeah. global levels. And go to go, the United States. Go to patreoncom COVID-19. <laughs> one, one of the most successful kickstarters <laughs> in all of history millions the, impacted the, the 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 first tier is is asymptomatic uh it's just um i, I went i went into target at, the, at this uh in in march and and i was wearing i was wearing like you know just a i was wearing a full face mask whatever and uh and the numbers were were much smaller then both for wearing face masks and also uh, the number of COVID cases, and 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 it's 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 in, it's weird. It was nobody took it serious back then. There was a very brief uh, bell curve, the the tip where everyone everyone took it serious, and now everyone's not taking it serious again, even though these numbers are still yeah. are still going up. Even even though it's the, the inverse for the actual numbers of cases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh Champ Champ, love the comment. Uh hate getting funny looks when he's wearing the mask, especially when he's got the cape on as well. Oh. 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 Uh yeah. And speaking of masks and capes, uh, I'm almost done with the Watchmen series. Nice. Uh I'm I'm excited to have a, a full on conversation about that at some point but uh yeah we'll have to we'll have to get i'll have to get through the last like four episodes and then we can we can talk about it so okay good 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 uh the and the last thing we'll talk about on that episode is when you watch eurovision the new movie starring will ferrell and and your wife rachel mcadams uh, i was gonna make the same joke uh dude uh and she hates that i call her rachel mcadams because she thinks rachel mcadams is so pretty and she's self-deprecating. Sheena is basically she, uh, Rachel McAdams. It's it's it is uncanny. It, every every yep. everything she does, it's like that's Sheena. Look at <laughs> Sheena. Yep, yep. I married up people. I did. It's true. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, well, we can look forward to those uh, discussions as well as many more uh, on our next episode. And if you have uh, thoughts, questions, I really want to. I really want to sneak in a, a Q and A episode here pretty soon. Uh, so if you have any questions, things about us or things that we've talked about that you want us to answer on the show, make sure you send us an email: apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail or just show up Monday nights, nine p.m. Eastern time eight central over on twitch over on youtube we are going to keep the party going for another hour or so with uh with the folks over in in the live stream so we are going to end our our audio only portion of this show but if you want to catch the live show make sure that you are here on monday nights for the after show 
uh yeah and that's that's about it thanks to everybody that subscribed likes rates reviews all of that stuff and uh brandon you get you get the final words i want to say thank you for listening and uh until next time <laughs>